The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It sucks. It sucks for the Colts. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor. And it sucks for our fans. First pitch to Harper. He launches one high in the air, deep right field. Renfro back, looking up, and it's gone! Number 300 is a go-ahead two-run home run by Harper in the bottom of the eighth inning. Chapman is set. Here's the pitch. Hit him! It hits D.J. Stewart! The winning run scores from third. McNeil scores. Six by Mets in ten. Adipoju, Adibaware. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Getting sent for the season opener. Coming up on Saturday on Owen Field. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Last day of August. You ready for your birthday tomorrow, Teej? What are the plans? Big birthday plans tomorrow? Um, yeah, I'll be uh, busy working. Longhorn Steakhouse tomorrow night. I don't for you? know. I uh, I was asked uh, what I want to do for dinner, and I have not decided yet. So I don't I don't know. We uh, were on our way to dinner last night, and we uh, I I went past my exit, so we had to go to Main Street and circle back there on the uh, frontage road, and so we passed Longhorn Steakhouse. And Chloe, my daughter, goes, "Why would they even build a Longhorn Steakhouse in Oklahoma, in Norman, Oklahoma?" I was like, I love you so much. Because it's delicious and has nothing to do with the university. Unbelievable how smart that young lady is. Unbelievable. All right, uh, I promise this. You know, uh, we got the the Mount McKinley coming up tomorrow. I think 3 o'clock is the big commitment, TJ. Trying to get another five-star defensive tackle in here. And uh, we've been asking our recruiting guru, Travis Davidson for his updated percentages all week long. Let me see here. Uh, what did he give us? Uh, what is today? Thursday. Two. Um, I don't have the. I don't have. I, I think at one point it was forty-one percent OU, forty percent Texas A and M. If I remember correctly, something like that. Here's the updated. You ready? Texas A and M thirty-eight point four two percent. OU, 38.23%. Texas, 12.15%. Ohio State, 7.21%. And he is giving the percentage that he retires from football and enters the seminary at 3.99%. So Travis now moving Texas A&M into the lead by two-tenths of a percentage point this morning. Mm. What do you think about that? Something must be trending in the wrong Some, direction. Something's, uh, but di- isn't that up from yesterday, though? Mm, or am I wrong I, on that? It must have had uh, you and me together on the one, because I was just looking. Let me see. Yeah, the one here. yesterday was to both of us. 
Okay, here we go. Here's yesterday. Let's see. He's making fun of how much you eat. Uh, here we go. Yesterday, OU at 40.4, Texas A&M 39.3. So, no, he's down, oh, down. two percentage mm. points on OU, and uh, A&M now slightly in front of mm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's very accurate with his percentages. So yeah, He doesn't mess around. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, Parker's? What's the crystal ball on this guy? I did not hear much of Parker yesterday, so I'm honestly not sure. How do I find that? How do I find uh, where? Do, where do you look that kind of thing up at? Um, Parker Thune. Parker Thune. He, he, is he? Do, he doesn't do the balls anymore, right? No, he's. he's else now, right? Um, oh, yeah. I would have known this had you not asked me. Don't you work with this guy? Well, don't you? Mm. I mean, I'm busy, okay? <laughs> I forget what. Isn't he on three now? Which one is he? No, that's uh, uh, that's the guy that invented pronunciation guides. <laughs> I'm so confused who's where anymore. <laughs> uh, future cast, thank you. See, Drake oh, yes. pays attention. Future, future cast, yes. Thank you, Drake. Uh, uh, let's see here. I'm gonna, uh, future cast on rivals. Everybody's letting us know now what it is. Future cast. All right, let's see if he's – does he uh, – while well, you guys that are texting me, has he put one of these future cast balls in on uh, on this Mount McKinley kid? I don't think he has. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, TJ doesn't think he has, so I there you go. He, I don't remember hearing him say that he has as far as to that degree. All right. Well, uh, no doubt somebody out there will let us know if uh, something has changed. I'm getting text messages right and left. Hang on a second. Yeah, got that one. All right, it's up here. Yeah, yeah. Parker hasn't logged has a not. prediction yet. Yeah, I just got okay. that on the text line too. No, he has not. I didn't think he had, but yeah. does he always? No, or not do always. Some go by that he doesn't. Yeah, some go by that he doesn't. That, those are the ones that he feels really confident in that you put those in on. You don't just do it on all of them. You don't willy nilly a future cast. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, that's how you get 91% right there. Uh, Brad in Bartlesville says Parker said that he will not put in a future cast. Oh. So, that's uh, – Wow. He's, he's, uh, well, his percentages are probably a little like Travis's, so you're just not sure. So, you don't put yeah, one but in what if, if you get sure. a late-minute tip, you know? What if tomorrow morning he gets a tip from a source? I think uh, Parker's a little bit nervous about the tips he's got recently. Yeah. All right. Well, that's understandable, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, anybody, anybody gets any uh, Mount McKinley information? Let us know. How about this, Deion Sanders? He'll coach his first game at Colorado on Saturday. They are at TCU. Deion was asked yesterday about the culture of his football program. Teach. Oh, he did not like that question. No, he did not. Dion said, quote, I'm not welcoming to that word, culture. That's all I heard when I was in Jackson. Culture, 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 culture. Now, culture, culture. What the heck does that mean? I don't think you got to have unity whatsoever. You got to have good players. I don't care about culture. I don't care. I don't care if they like each other, man. I want to win. I've been on some teams where the quarterback didn't like the receiver, but they darn sure made harmony when the ball was snapped. What do you think? I think Dion's lost his mind recently. 
the whole the, uh, culture thing yesterday, the whole, I'm not a Florida State knoll. What are you talking about? Yeah, somebody accused him of being a Seminole. I'm not a Seminole. Why would you ever say that? Like, <laughs> like he was irate over it. And like, yeah. uh, like uh, that's not where I graduated from. HBCU. What? Who? What'd you say? Um, Dion would answer it that way because Dion was always, has always been, is always a me guy. And so he was the disruptive one Ooh. in a locker room. Who shots fired. I mean, he was. I mean, he won, and I'll give him – what he's saying is you can win and not get along with people, and that's true because he did it. But at some of the places he did it, he was with high-level dudes that bow, bow, did bow, bow. believe in team chemistry and working together. Dion was never going to get along with anyone because Dion was about Dion. So I can understand him answering it that way. But is college different than the pros with the whole culture thing? Yeah, I think you've got to have it more in college than in the pros. You know, the pros you can be a bunch of professionals and you get together and things just click right. But when things click right, there's still chemistry there, whether he wants to admit that or not. And chemistry is the same thing as culture in in, in a roundabout way. So to sit there and say that that's overblown is ridiculous because there are teams that just have really good chemistry, that have good yep. culture. Their locker room yep. just works in harmony, and it translates onto the court, the field, uh, whatever a sport you play. It just happens, and you're like, man, how does this group of guys get it done? And they just do. So, yeah, he's wrong here. He's completely wrong. You've got to have good culture, and guys have to get along. Is there going to be some disgruntled ones that come along and try to rock the ship? Yes, they're called Deion Sanders. <laughs> But, like with him, his talent trumped that. So you just put up with it. And the rest of the guys got along and said, we'll do this, let Dion be Dion, and, you know, his talent trumps it. So, no, you've got to have good culture. You've got to have good chemistry. It just it's It may be the most important ingredient, if you ask me, for a team to have ultimate success. They just have to work well together. Well... I agree with you. Dion is right. You could have the best culture in the world if you don't have good players. It ain't gonna matter. Where right. The that's hill what I'm saying. Tump, 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 Tank. You cannot wait for this election, <laughs> can you? Talent um, trumps everything. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's right about having to have uh, talent and good players. The question for me is, you're right. You're 100% right. Like, I have been around some teams the last 15 years or so. I'll just say it out loud. He's not here anymore. But the last Jeff Capel team was a disaster culture-wise. Yes. It absolutely was, was a train wreck. I traveled with them to Lubbock, and I remember, like, eating dinner with them and being at shoot-around and going, this team hates it. Everybody on this team hates hates everybody on this team they couldn't there was absolutely zero chemistry it was awkward it was i'm not blaming this on jeff because he had some good teams that went to elite eights and the griffins and all that kind of stuff but that team in particular the tiny gallon last you know all that kind of that team was the of the ou teams i've been around was the best example of going this ain't working man yeah, and I don't have to go to the game tonight to know this team ain't winning. It's this, they don't like each other. 
And then I've been around, obviously, some teams where the opposite of that it was true. The question is, what begat what? Does winning begat great culture or does great culture begat winning? You know, like the baseball team that played for the national championship. Unbelievable culture. Loved each other. Great chemistry. Got along. Uh, won games. Coaches, players, everybody. Same page. It was an incredible ride. Is that because they were winning so much? Or did they have that and that made them win so much? I don't know the answer to that, but uh, I think Dion's going to be a disaster. Dion, Dion's right, though. You can have a player or two just not like each other. Like a quarterback cannot like one of his receivers and they still work well on the field. I mean, Roger I Dorn didn't like a wild thing. They still made it work. Great example. still made it a nice run. Great example, Teej. Um, there was a lot of jealousy uh, toward Gus the Kicking Mule, right? Because he was he got all the attention. <laughs> That's two but Gus references he kept in one day. Kicking game winning field goals. He didn't let that bother him. <laughs> you think everybody liked the boss? Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. The, I don't no. know the answer to that. But my hunch is maybe not. Right. So I'm, I I think you're right. I think there are some teams where you might have a. You might have a rogue individual that, um, you know, the I don't know that the Trey Young OU team had the greatest chemistry I've ever seen in they my life. They did not. They did not, no. Now, he was a superstar, and I don't know that it was all his fault. But some of it probably was, and the fact of the matter is it wasn't the best chemistry in the world. But I'm sure there are some examples out there of, of uh, having a great player on your team and you don't have great chemistry, but he's so good or she's so good that it doesn't matter. Like Dion, but anyway, like, uh, like the, there's a the, lot of guys not fond of Ellie De La Cruz you know, on the uh, Cincinnati Reds team. Shut your face right now! And quit talking. <laughs> Turn your microphone off. Did you see that play he made yesterday? By the way, I did not know. Oh man, he was a uh, he was at shortstop, and there was a ball in the hole that he chased down like ten feet, ten yards into the outfield. And just like without looking, slung it behind him to second base to get the lead runner. It was remarkable. He's not hitting worth a hill of beans right now, but that was a that was unbelievable. Uh, well, I think we ninety eight percent agree that this take by Dion is uh, uh, false, but I don't think everybody's in agreement as to whether he's going to have success or not at Colorado. There seems to be a lot of people that are kind of still on his. Uh, I believe he's going to do well there. I don't know. Maybe they're right. I don't see it. I don't think the way he went about the – you know, there's two Colorado guys on this Arkansas State team we're about to play, including the quarterback. Yeah, the ones that he told uh, right. leave, I'm bringing in get my uh, Gucci or whatever pack up your Pack up your suitcases yeah. and get out. Yeah. For me, the reason I don't know that he will is because I see him – I don't see him staying in one place very long. And to me, that Colorado is going to take a while to build. This isn't like an overnight thing that he can flip. He's not patient enough. He's not to patient enough to stick out. around for six, seven years and really let it develop. I just don't see him as that type of guy. That's why I'm not sure that it works for him at Colorado. Now, maybe he gets good enough that in a year or two he's got him to seven wins and going to a bowl game, and then he gets a better opportunity. Um, but I don't see him like turning it into some, you know fighting for a conference title or anything anytime soon. 
Well, okay, so let's figure this out. Uh, Colorado schedule. I know we got to get to a break here in a second. At TCU, they win in that game? No. Nebraska at home. Home opener is Nebraska. Um, I would lean Nebraska's way, especially with the coaching change and everything. I think Colorado they're going to be very State improved this year. at home. Don't know enough about Colorado State, but I know that's a tough game regardless of how either team is. It's in Boulder. I'll lean Colorado then. At Oregon. Loss. USC. Loss. In Boulder. At Arizona State. Probably a loss. Stanford in Boulder. Probably a loss. At UCLA. For loss. Oregon State. Well, they in might, have home. A, might have a shot at that one, but. Oregon State's pretty good. Oregon we'll State's give them another win. pretty good, but I'd give them Arizona a win. at home. How about we split those two? Okay, yeah, give them a win in one of those and a loss in one. At Washington State. Loss. At Utah. Loss. All right, you got them going two and two. Well, two and twelve. Now, the and I don't think you're far off. The uh, uh, the secret weapon Dion has is what he's Dion, so people are going to want to go play for Dion, right? Because he's D. He's prime. that's what he's banking on. Yes. If you go two and ten, I don't think a lot of people want to go play for Dion just because he's prime anymore, do they? No, maybe. and I mean, maybe, he has but... not conducted himself in the best over the last few months, and I think that will, you know, put up some red flags, and parents will be like, mm, he's flashy and cool and says some neat things, but why don't we look other places? All right. Bottom line of this segment is this, folks. I want to remind you, TJ and I have no idea what we're talking about. Dion, after this segment, will no doubt go 10-2. and two. <laughs> And contend for the Pac-12 title. So if you got a guy in Vegas, I'll call Baby, him right talk now. To me. Yeah, we don't, we don't, 721, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Listen up, sports bettors. TJ here to tell you about my favorite sports book and casino. That's BetUS.com. Football is back, and that means it's time to lay down your bets. I only endorse one sports book and casino, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is celebrating its 30th year of sports betting service with a special offer this football season, up to 30 risk-free bets. That's right, 30 risk-free bets. It's called BetProtect. If that isn't enough, BetUS offers the industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus. You heard me right. The industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus there's even more. BetUS.com what, what, offers what is, what is a massive 200% crypto sign-up bonus and 250% casino bonus. The game always gets more exciting with a bet, but you can take it to another level with BetUS.com live in-game betting. Don't wait. Take advantage of their 30th year offer, up to 30 risk-free bets. Get uh, bet protect. Get started today by visiting BetUS.com or give them a call, 1-800-MY-BETUS. That's 1-800-69-2387. To learn more about their bonuses and special offers, that's 1-800-MY-BETUS. BetUS.com, sportsbook and casino, where the game begins. I got one question. This hour brought to you by... Nope. 
This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally owned out of Norman and Edmond, your local roofer, Black Thunder Roofing, serving Yukon, Shawnee, Mustang, 405-473-8028 or blackthunderroofing.com. Yes. Perry? Yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> you would love that. Uh, <laughs> the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Are we getting an early release of the scene setter? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Two and ten for CU might be a little low, but no way they win more than four. Yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, glad you guys are back on the air, Boomer. Hmm? Did we go somewhere? Where did we go? I don't know. We've been on the air. I don't know. Um... Maybe because uh, it's sounding here like maybe uh, previously, uh, you know, I don't get to every text every day sometimes, guys. So that doesn't mean we're off the air if I don't read your text. So I think maybe I didn't read this person's <laughs> text, for, text for day two, and I did today. And so they're happy and feel that we're back on the air. So. Okay. Right. Uh, culture isn't important until they are in a close, uh, close one and poor culture costs them. Then they'll unravel and turmoil will ensue. Mm-hmm. Spoken like a coach right there, it sounds like. That is very similar to the ragtag group of Dirt Nowitzki, Jason Terry, and Jason Kidd when they took down the mighty trio of the Miami Heat. It was culture. Now, there was talent on that team, obviously. I've said the word culture so much that the word culture Culture is starting to sound funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was that thing. It was going fine. Until uh, their bad culture and chemistry over there in Miami cost them. And the going, Dallas Mavericks going, won an NBA was, championship. Uh, here's the best example. Dallas Mavericks had great culture last year until they added Kyrie Irving into the mix. Thank you. And then the season went off the edge. Thank you. And then they decided, hey, let's give him even more money. <laughs> this worked so well. And they We're added keep Deion him. Sanders to their lineup, and it went uh. downhill from there. For Dion to be put in the GOAT conversation, all he needs to do is beat Tebow and USC. <laughs> now, in, in breaking down those games, I gave them a loss there. But trust me, yes, I am more than rooting for Dion and Colorado when they play USC. Hmm. That would be great. Toby obviously is not. He's rooting for Lincoln Riley and uh, USC in that game. No, I would definitely root for Colorado. I would definitely root for Colorado in that game. Do you think? Do you guys think that NIL is affecting Dion's approach to culture? He's trying to win at whatever the cost. I think it sounds like the same Dion we knew when he was a player. I don't think it's affecting. I think he's hoping NIL is his. You know, his name is Dion Sanders, and he's got NIL, and that combination is going to allow him to achieve greatness. I got my doubts. I think when it, uh, in the end, you got to be able to coach football. Mike and Edmund says, referencing Dion's comments, Dion's comments may be more applicable to the pros. The younger you are, the more important cohesion and chemistry are. How many coaches tell their kids to play Agreed. for each other? His comments are incredibly short-sighted. Chemistry can overcome at least some deficiencies in talent. Agree. Agree, yeah. Completely well agree. Uh, let's see here. What, what coach shows up <laughs> to press conferences with sunglasses? Hmm. Kendall, your the rest of your uh, text won't open here, but uh, Dion no, for it. sure. Um, I I've seen some that have progressives on that just came from practice, TJ, and yeah. so when they sit down, that looks like they're wearing that's sunglasses. True. That's pretty frequent, but 
just straight up wearing sunglasses to oppress her. Dion. It might be the end of the list. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, on an indoor press conference, certainly. Maybe, uh, I feel like Cliff Kingsbury would do that. Back back in his tech day, maybe Kingsbury showed up at a press conference with his sunglasses on, and maybe for a reason. I don't know. Maybe because it was bright. I don't know. Uh, Preach, TJ. Thank you. I don't know what I was preaching about, but I'll preach. Uh, Look at this. Preach! Look at this year, uh, at his year in San Francisco, nobody on the offense likes him. But he wasn't mm-hmm. liked in San Francisco very well. He wasn't liked in the Dallas Cowboys very well. That's what I'm saying. His talent trumped everything, and the rest of the guys got along well, and they kind of just said, just let Dion do his thing, and we'll I mean, that being said, all this being said, I can't wait. to. I, I wish they didn't play the same time we did Saturday because I'd love to watch the game against TCU. So he's, you know. I don't know if must-watch TV is, but he's entertaining. Or I'm at least interested to see how he does. How about that? Oh, sure. I think everybody's I would love curious to, watch to see how game. they do. Yeah. Is or... there two more opposite personalities for head coaches than Sonny Dykes and Deion Sanders? <laughs> no, not at all. I, I'd love to listen to that pregame <laughs> midfield conversation between those two. <laughs> oh, what are you Dion, talking about? How are you Dion's doing got today, no time man. for uh, pregame handshakes. That's not happening. He's probably sending someone over there. Uh, go over there and throw a swing at him. I'll be Sonny, you be Dion, okay? Let's have a midfield conversation. You ready? Who am I? Who am I? You're Dion. Okay. You're prime. You're prime. All right. Oh, Dion, dadgummit. Welcome to Fort Worth, Texas. Great to see. How you doing today, Dion? Who are you, coach? Who? <laughs> What's your name? Don't approach me like that. It's prime, prime time, it's baby. Prime. prime time. Yeah. And I'm scene. Coach Sanders to you. I'm sorry, Dion. Prime. I'm, I'm my bad. That was. How's the Doug? How's the Dad Gum Ralph? Terrible doing acting over by there? both how's our it, parts. How's Ralphie doing in his pen over there? In, uh, <laughs> you, need, you need to stick with horse impersonation. <laughs> you don't like my Sunny Dykes. <laughs> Wildest I'm cowboy s- on me in his underwear. Su- I'm suddenly Steve Martin today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unstoppable, ladies and gentlemen. All right, 7.33 in the morning. We're a half hour away from uh, chatting with the Arkansas State play-by-play voice, Matt Stoles. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Red Wolves, we'll find out in a half hour. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Couple of college football nuggets. Good one tonight, Florida and Utah coming up. Bryce Eccles Stadium in Utah. They played a uh, dandy a year ago in the swamp. A late mistake by Cam Rising gave the Gators the uh, win in that one. No Cam Rising tonight. He is out. 
Utah's going to have to get it done with the backup. That'll be a 7 o'clock kick. Tulsa, also 7 o'clock tonight, their season opener at home, Chapman Stadium. They get Arkansas Pine Bluff. LSU has lost another key player for their opener. Remember, they're already without probably their best defensive player against Florida State. Now they will also be without running back John Emery, expected to be one of their top ball carriers this year. Reason not disclosed. He has had some academic issues in the past, but don't know if it's that or an injury at this point. And um, the college football playoff will not have a format change until the dust settles, TJ, on conference realignment. I'm eager to ask Joe about this tomorrow. Uh, 12-team playoff is what we're headed for right now in 2024. There has been, um, I think, Sankey in the SEC, maybe even the Big Ten commissioner, said that it should be reevaluated now that the Pac-12 has kind of gone away. And so uh, I'm sure that will be done. I'm interested to know what Joe's opinion is on what the format should be and how many teams, if, if that's any change at all, for the college football playoff. I saw one tweet that fooled me momentarily yesterday, TJ. It said – uh, New college football playoff format approved. Uh, it'll be seven SEC teams, seven Big Ten teams, and one at large. It's a new 15, <laughs> 15 team, team playoff. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, that's a joke. It got me for <laughs> it got a second. Got you for a second. Like, that's going to be controversial. But uh, I quickly came How will someone senses. in the Big 12 ever get a spot? I don't <laughs> Mike Gundy's not going to like that at all. OU soccer back in action tonight as well. They are on the, well, I started to say the West Coast, but not really. They're at Gonzaga tonight uh, in Spokane. So uh, they're out West. Great Pacific Northwest. How about that? Nine o'clock start late tonight. OU soccer, three and one early in the season. They get the Zags. Volleyball back in action tomorrow night. They are off to a perfect. 3 and 0 start to the season. Let's see. I wrote down here. They got uh, they're they're also out west at Oregon State tomorrow night. So, what did they trip? Well, no, they weren't traveling. That was stupid. Big brother, you caught up? Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. What do we got? Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We got either blue or jag, jag. going home tonight. You care? Um, I kind of like Jag, so I hope it's blue. She annoys me a little bit, and I think she's going to get uh, Jared in trouble eventually, which she probably He's already trying has. To tell her his secret. I know. So I think that she's got to go to uh, kind of get him refocused. Not that I'm rooting for him necessarily, because I don't think he's very good at the game. Uh, his mom's much better, and proved that she's just really good at reality shows. <laughs> so uh, I'll probably be. Hoping that blue goes, but Jag's the stronger player, I think. So I think they'll probably take him out. I uh, how about that exchange last night where uh, Corey and um, America, yes, were uh, exchanging their big secrets with each other. Yeah, those were uh, huge humdingers, huh? Uh, huge. My uh, brother was a Survivor player that got voted out in like week one. Nobody ever heard of him. Nobody knew that he existed, but. I don't want to tell anybody. I don't want to tell anybody. They might think that I'm good at this game. Uh, you've already lasted like four times longer than your brother did. It's all right. So, 
And she's like, well, he trusted me. I'll trust you with my secret. I went to Brown. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that a... <laughs> well, you're smart. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were secretly smart. <laughs> you're secretly smart. <laughs> uh, I have uh, started to like the combo of Red and Caleb, though. Yeah. They're just sitting in the room together. I mean, we've got to get them, or they're going to get us. I know. If we don't get them, they're going to get us. But what if they get us and we don't get them? I don't know. What do we do? We should probably get them. <laughs> We're going to really shake it up this week. <laughs> I've noticed, too, at Make certain times, move. Red isn't dressing quite as uh, zany and as much tie-dyed. It's more like he's morphing into uh, uh, and dressing. It's Caleb, right? Yeah, Why does that sound wrong maybe. to me? Corey? No, Corey's, no, Corey's the, the other, other kid. Caleb, Casey, Caleb. Let's say Caden, it's Caleb. 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 Whatever, whatever. Yeah, he's starting to dress more cowboyish, like him. Like uh, he oh, was yeah. in his boots and shirt the other night at one point. And I'm like, that's the his chillers. Clothes. Yeah, the chillers. I do like the idea that they've got, they've got to bust up the powerhouse triumvirate of the two elderly ladies <laughs> and Izzy and a lady named Izzy <laughs> who is paranoid over somebody's everything. Gotta, somebody's got to break them up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Katie, I was like, this is like uh, uh, monsters <laughs> being on Duck Dynasty reruns again or something. It watching is. these two, a red can't be for real, right? When he gets when, when he's not in front of a camera, he doesn't really talk like that, does he? I I wouldn't think so, but I mean, he was already rocking that beard and hair before, so I don't know. Give me a little more red uh, celebrating his power of veto victory last night. I mean, I. It was great. I got the power of veto, and now we don't have to worry about it. And I can make all the decisions, and I'm not going to make the decision until I have to make the decision. But Woo! once I make the decision, that decision will be made, and then we'll make that decision. <laughs> That's great. 7:45 in the morning. Quick break. We'll hit your text when we come back. We're like a Saturday show. Night Live episode. Thursday today. edition. Oh man, what a scream we are. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. It's Cameron. Thank you. Cameron. Cameron and Red. Welcome back, everybody. Toby and TJ back with you this hour. Brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, also serving Shawnee Yukon Mustang. They're your local roofer. Offices out of Norman and Edmond. Four-time Angie List Superior Service Award winner. 405-473-8028 or blackthunderroofing.com. You know we should have uh, Carter or one of our listeners or somebody just keep track every day of all the mistakes that we make. And then yes. at the end of the show, you know how like at the end of uh, PTI, they, do on they PTI, have the yeah. errors? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Couldn't remember no, what Gosh, we would have Williams to take a... Uh, we would only have to do an hour and a half of show because the last, right. the last hour and a half would be just mistakes that we've made. Right, yeah. yep. <laughs> It'd be fun, though, to walk down memory lane. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I I cannot believe. <laughs> Stop! I cannot believe the number of times we've been asked this over the years. All right, go ahead, Jared from Kiefer. I love that T Row in the morning show po- song. Is it possible to sync up the radio broadcast with the <laughs> no, TV broadcast? No, that's not that, that question. Oh, okay. uh, I love the T Row in the morning show song. But what are the lyrics after "Scary Old Man" in Indiana Jones? <laughs> that's from Jared and Kiefer. And chose wisely. chose wisely. For years, I thought it was Joan Crosby. And Joan Crosby. But it's chose wisely. Chose wisely. Chose wisely. Yes. Uh, Red sounds like Jimbo Fisher. 
little bit. Uh, this texter says Red is the exact same on the live feed. So they're watching the live feed. Right. said he's the same. Uh, CD and Hockley did we not. We also had a mystery on last night's show. And there was something went missing. And we took a while to try to see if we could. We could oh, yeah. That. that was entertaining. The prophylactics. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when she was calling it that. Uh, CD from Hockley does not like the discussion of Big Brother. He's just a bunch of Z's on the on the text right, here. <laughs> Sean would like to know when did Foghorn Leghorn get the TCU job? Uh, say, I say, I say, I say, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Denny's Yankees had terrible culture. The coach's son quit mid-title game, but still won the North Valley League title. That's true. Uh, beat Tanner and uh, <laughs> the rest all, of the Bears. All talent? Was it all talent? It was all talent, yeah. yeah. It was all talent with the Yankees versus the Bears. Well, maybe that's the example that Dion's drawn from there. Uh, this one just says, please stop, LOL. That came mm-hmm. in while you were that doing your... A, uh, a variety of things. That came in while you were doing your uh, uh, impersonation of Sonny Dykes. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't Dennis Rodman do pressers and sunglasses, or was that... The whole North Korean oh, presser. Sure, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure he did it. He's not a head coach. No, he's yeah, not a head coach. I think lots of players have done that through the years. Dion probably wears sunglasses because he's smoking some Colorado green. Oh. Mm. Uh, Ron Rivera wears sunnies slash progressives. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I could see he that. Does. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> definitely. This one thinks Harbaugh would wear uh, sunglasses to a presser. Um, but I think he's got the uh, progressives too. Progressives, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, no, I and team that we think would wear progressives to post game press conferences. This one says no, I and team culture is the foundation of a winning team. Nah, right. Uh, Toby, how can I listen to the game this weekend? This nine seven two texter ass. Where's nine seven two at? Dallas. Um. Uh, we will be on SiriusXM. I can probably find what channel. I think it's 199, I think I saw. And we will be, uh, you know, streaming live around the world as well on a variety of, of apps, any of our affiliate apps. Uh, but the Varsity Network app is the one I always recommend. So SiriusXM, and down in Dallas, SiriusXM or the Varsity Network app would be my suggestion. So, Toby, if they renamed the Longhorn Steakhouse in Norman to Bevo's Demise, would you then eat there? <laughs> Bevo's Demise. Um, I'm thinking about that. It still has the word Bevo in it, but the second word is anti-Bevo. I don't think I'd eat at a place called Bevo's Demise. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Hey, and whoever sent that in, quit stealing the idea of my burger place that's opening if soon. If they named Jeez. the Longhorn Steakhouse Boomer Sooner Steakhouse, I'd eat there. But it is named after our arch rival. This is not hard to comprehend, folks. And any Sooner fan that is frequenting the Longhorn Steakhouse is not a real Sooner fan. I'm sorry. Just a fact. If you don't get riled up enough by the word Longhorn, to go to any of 20 other very good steakhouses in Norman, then you're not a true Sooner fan. Huh. You may, I didn't know where I was going to eat tomorrow night, but that gum, you keep talking about the Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh, I might end up there. Might end up there for my birthday dinner. 
There's no doubt in my mind you will end up at the Longhorn Steakhouse <laughs> in your Texas boxer shorts. I don't have Texas boxer shorts. Those, that's Teddy. Uh, another correction for us. It's transition glasses. Progressives are basically bifocals without a line ah, in them. That's right. That's Sorry. Right, that's right. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Add that to the list. Sorry, old. Add that to the list. That perf- that person's exactly right. <laughs> Bebo's murder emporium. <laughs> uh, maybe. We're getting closer. <laughs> hey, Ray Charles always wore sunglasses to his press conferences. Come on now. <laughs> You're eating the Longhorn. Only good Longhorn is a Stop dead it. one. Stop it. <laughs> We're not going down this road again. Stop trying to justify going to a place named after Texas. Stop it. Uh, Camo Sooner says y'all's show is comedy gold. I'm not sure about that, but thank you, Camo. Mm-hmm. Oh, chose wisely. I thought it was Joe Walsley. I was like, who the bleep is that? <laughs> chose this wisely. one says chose wisely. All this time I thought it was Jody Watley. <laughs> you know, we didn't know for a long time what it was. No, I thought, like I said, I thought it was we, Joan Crosby. We, uh, fortunately, uh, Carrie Murdoch invented a pronunciation guide, so we were able to <laughs> consult that, and we and he was able to explain it to us. So, <laughs> invented the pronunciation guide. Oh my god! Uh, hey, what is Chick Fil A bringing you today, TJ? I, oh, I don't know. Good question. We'll see. Good question. We'll see. The great TJ Chick Fil A run of twenty twenty. Talking about uh, the Chick Fil A over here on the east side of Norman at Twelfth and Alameda, right there on Twelfth Avenue. If you're looking to cater or uh, have a, a big seller. tailgate, you have a tailgate platter. Is there anything better than showing up at an event and there's a big platter of nope. Chick Fil A nuggets? They can take care of you over there, right by, right near campus. You just swing by, then boom, yep. onto your tailgate. Four zero five three one zero thirty one eighty nine. They can get you set up for your tailgate over there at Chick Fil A, east right, side of Norman. Right. Very good, very good. You're such a sellout. You should go to work with Barry Trent. I should be. I'm, I'm such a sellout. <laughs> yeah. Top of the hour, we're talking to Matt Stoles, Arkansas State play-by-play voice coming up next, back after this.